Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today I have with me Dan, and he is from Miami. How's it going? Good. And I have Steve Reinhardt. Hi, Noah. Hi, Dan. He's, of course, from Colorado Springs. Yeah. It's good to be with you guys. Good to be with you. Today we get that we're, we're, Noah has these really great ideas, and so, and we were talking about uh, uh, Noah likes the words lie, the lies that we hear, and and truth, right? Right. So are the, those are maybe lies we tell ourselves, or lies the devil tells us? Yeah. Or both? Yeah, both. I would say. Mm-hmm. And so and I am definitely my worst critic. I will vote for that statement. Yeah. And uh, so, but it is kind of cool that we get to have Dan here with us. And um, so, Dan, maybe you could, uh, since we're talking about these ideas of lies or lies we tell ourselves or lies maybe we buy into or the devil tells us, you know, if you wouldn't mind, maybe you could, if you if you want to, maybe you don't want to, you don't have to share some of, share one or two um, things that you've believed that were lies or negative thoughts or whatever you want to call them. Sure. One of, um, as a guy in ministry, one of them is that I am not qualified for ministry or that I am a failure because there are certain things that I have at any given time that are issues going on in my life that, uh, somebody in ministry should not have that I have conflict currently in my family. I have relationships of close family members that I haven't spoken to in a while because we have some issues we haven't resolved and that those things disqualify me for ministry or just Christian ministry in general, being a Christian, um, you know, lies that, that whether the enemy is putting them in my head or I'm just believing about myself that um, I am a complete failure. And so it makes you not only not want to try sometimes, but it makes you want to just sort of give up sometimes. Wow. That's tough. Thanks. Thanks so much for sharing those really painful. That brings tears to my eyes to hear you say that about yourself. Um, and if I were to ask you, you know, I, I want to, I want to bounce over to Noah too, cause he has similar things. I think we all do. But if I were to ask you on a scale of one to a hundred, how, and you're going to put a number to it. How, how disqualified for ministry do you believe you are? Like right at this moment. 85 to 90%. Yeah, so that's a pretty strong belief. Yeah, that's really strong. 85 to 90%. And then, and then um, you know, like at this moment, if, you're, if I were to ask you how, same scale, like how, how much do you believe you're a complete failure? Probably the same. 85 to 90%. So... Thanks for sharing that with us. We, we, if it's okay with you guys, we'll just all go around and share something like that. Yeah, that'd be good. And then, uh, then maybe we can talk about well, what if you find yourself in that same boat like us guys? Mm-hmm. Then what do we do? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, do, so how about you, Noah? Do you have anything like that that's, um, you know, like right on the top of your head? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely one of mine would be the not qualified for ministry mm-hmm. i definitely feel like i don't belong sometimes so so if it's okay if i ask then if if you how much you believe that because i think it's important to you know like if you only believe that just a little tiny bit like one or two then probably it'd be okay maybe that makes sense 
Yeah. Uh, majority of the time, I would say, well, maybe probably half the time, I would say 100%. 100% you believe you're not qualified Correct. for ministry. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, every, I mean, even to this day, anytime someone asks for discipleship or, you know, can I talk to you about something, I instantly hear in my head, you shouldn't be doing this. Wow. You don't belong here. Yeah, you don't belong here. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, and you're not qualified enough. You don't know, you know, you don't know what they're saying, and, you know, how are you going to talk to them about this? Mm-hmm. And I hear the same thing when I go up to go uh, share or something in front of a group, too. It's instantly, you shouldn't be up here. You sh- they don't want to hear from you. You're an idiot. So I'm, I'm writing these things down because they're so important. You shouldn't be up here, right? Yep. Um, nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody wants to hear from you. Uh, that's really... Maybe even something to the effect of you haven't worked this out in your life. So why give somebody advice that you can't even follow? Yeah. Do you have that thought? Yeah, I've had that thought before. Like you don't have your stuff together. What do you have to offer somebody else? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're so weak. What are you doing? What are you doing up there? Yeah, that's, I I feel the same way. I feel so sad hearing that, that you're, uh, and and you also said that uh, you're an idiot. Yeah, definitely. I'm an idiot. I'm too stupid to... Mm -hmm go up there because it's true i don't know the bible like i know a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of pastors out there a lot of people who preach or speak know the bible way 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 more than i do yeah and in my head i think well they're way more qualified then because of that because i didn't find the lord that way Mm. you know i i found him a different way but then it then it makes me feel like basically just comparing myself with other with other uh, believers. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't belong. You don't there. measure up? Yeah, because can I quote, quote scripture? No. There's no way I could. I liked, you, know, you may not even notice it, but I liked how you phrased that. You said, in my head, I don't compare, you know, I don't compare my, measure up to those other people that know the Bible better than me. Right. And I like how you said that because I think there's a note of reality there mm-hmm. that it is in your head. Yeah, because I get to be with you guys. I think that I, you know, if, and I think this is this is where I've gone wrong in the past. If if you hear these messages and uh, in the past, I would like instantly come back and challenge him and go, "Well, I know Noah. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid. He's not an idiot. He's you know." And I would come back with with a force of a hundred or a thousand, saying, "No, that's not true." And because I've done that, I've watched people you and me dig our heels in. Right. And so I know that's not effective. Um, and so when we will, we do want to get to the point where we can talk about how do we challenge these mm-hmm. thoughts, these attacks, these lies, lies yeah. uh, with, with the truth in a way that will crush it. Right. And, and so, so I have some of my own. They're probably, they all tie into these, but I would go that I'm, uh, you know, I'm pretty flawed. Uh, I know, and I really know I'm I'm a flawed person, and make tons of mistakes and errors. I've I've uh, the words I say, I put my foot in my uh, my mouth and other people's mouth, and I hurt other people, and I really don't like that. And so I feel 
guilty because I've uh, I've done the very thing that I didn't want to do. Right. And so the, so the so at then then at that point then I feel really defective, really broken, mm. uh, really worthless. Um, and I think those are some of the feelings, maybe not the lies behind the feelings, but the feelings that I have. Right, that follow along with once you mm-hmm. are, would you say, like, mean to somebody or, um, uh, I can't remember, what, what's the other word you used? Yeah, hurt somebody's feelings yeah, hurt or someone's feelings, you yeah. ripped their head off and handed it to them, you know, left yeah, them so blamed. hurt someone's feelings and then those other feelings come in. Uh, yeah worthless and right 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 feel feel guilty and worthless and like a normal piece of crap and so i think those are so the message but the message behind that is like uh, i am worthless right Right. the the belief behind that at that point and if i if i could pick a point in time and i did that uh where i said something really awful to my son Mm. my grown son right and then uh it was like oh oh i feel so guilty yeah, because you basically prove to yourself that you are worthless when you're, yeah, when you hurt your son, right? Yeah, in a sense, I sure did. Yeah, yeah my behavior proved it. Proved it, yeah, exactly. And so, so uh, you know, probably us three guys are the only people in the whole world that have these problems or yeah, thoughts. Most likely. <laughs> but, and I do want to reiterate, like I do on every one of the podcasts I get to get, do with Noah, is that. Like, I don't, I really don't know Dan, maybe he's a theologian, but Noah and I are really not theologians. We're not like, we don't have all of our stuff together. We make mistakes. We say things we are learning and we get to walk with the Lord in a lot of freedom because we don't have to know anything. Right. Yeah. And so, so we're, and we're, and we're also willing to say, we might change our minds next week. Yeah. Right. We may be wrong. Mm-hmm. This this week maybe we may be making a mistake, uh, but we're willing to go out there and say this is working for us right now, and th- or this maybe this is not working for us. And so Noah brought this important topic of truth and lies, and we're really just kind of focusing on the lies right now, and we have a little bit more time. So so Dan, you're our special guest. What are your thoughts on uh, how this shakes out in your life? Well, I, we got to have lunch a few minutes back, and I think one of the cool things was that a lie has a purpose. Um, and whether it's specifically Satan himself or whether it's just our weak flesh allowing us to just kind of loathe in, in our failures, the fact is that there is a spiritual truth behind it that combats it, that I might be a failure in a lot of ways in in the sense that Christ was not, right? that Christ was a complete success, that Christ was completely uh, perfect, but he never asked me to be perfect, and he knew all of my stuff before I was ever even born. Hmm. You know, birth to death, he knew it all, and so, and died for me still. And so what I need to try and spend my time on is working through some of the truths of why that lie would work so well, and why would I feel like such a failure? Why would I feel like, even if I'm trying, if I'm trying to be what the Lord would want me to be to somebody, why is this such a plague to me? Hmm. And it's because I think that Satan is the great distractor. And I think that he'll settle for us being sort of sidelined then to, I mean, he has no actual power over us Mm -hmm. because of Christ. 
And so if I'm abiding, that's one thing. If I'm struggling and drifting and waning, he'll, he'll take it. He'll, he'll settle for that. Like, Hey, Dan's on the sidelines, Dan's wallowing and you know, we'll, we'll just let him wallow some more. Mm. So that's, unfortunately, that's been a lot of my life. Hmm. Yeah, because Satan really is hoping you'll grab onto the lie. Yeah. You know, I mentioned to you a couple times and you're like, eh, whatever. But he's, you know, he's really hoping you'll finally catch on the lie because then he can go off and do his own, you know, do yeah. other things and mess with people. Yeah. You know, he's just really hoping you'll catch that lie and roll with it. Yeah. And the other thing the the thing that's probably helped me the most and, and we talked about this at lunch but is just the the transparency of being real with one another that like Steve said tongue in cheek that we're the only ones that are struggling with this because that's another lie mm-hmm. to me that's always you're the only one that's thinking the thoughts you're thinking you're the only one that struggles with this you're the only one that anybody on planet earth has ever thought that thought and so you know you're in your own little jail you're, 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 my wife says to one of my daughters, you know, your heart's in jail, you know, when mm. she, when she won't forgive or won't come out of mm. anger, kind of getting gripping her. And it's that idea that, Hey, I struggle with that too. You know, and my wife gets through to her because she says, I have that same thing. Here's where we can get rid of this. We can replace this lie with truth. Great point. Yeah, really great. great. Yeah, I love hearing that. So let me just let me just throw this out for for the parents and the kids and the what would be the benefit? I always like to look at the benefit behind behind these things or the advantage behind saying something like that. And you picked up on it. What I said is like we're the only ones that have ever that ever have these thoughts. What would be the advantage to saying that? Oh, I'm the only one, you know, because that's what I might tell myself. I'm the only one that's not qualified for ministry. I'm like, I'm positive. I'm 100%. I would put 100% on that for me. I'm not qualified for ministry. What, what advantage, what benefit would there be for me to, to say to myself, well, I'm the only one that has that going on? Well, I think that as we go down that path that we can say, okay, my salvation wasn't built on my ability to be a success. My salvation is, was a gift. Um, I didn't earn it. I didn't do anything good enough or bad enough to get it or not get it, that it's a free gift. And so I think the benefit for, for us, especially in, in great groups, great numbers of Christians bearing one another's burdens in this is that, yeah, you're a failure. So move on. We all are, mm-hmm. you know, we're all, <laughs> we're all jacked up, mm-hmm. you know, from birth. Yeah. Yes. I was just I was just curious, do you see any advantage in saying I'm the I'm the only one going through this? Yeah, I have a huge advantage. I can feel sorry for myself. Oh yeah. And then woe is me. What, what can you think of anything else? Any other advantage of, of saying oh well, I I'm the only one that struggles with this temptation? Hmm. Well you become the martyr, you know. Yeah. You become it's like, well, of course I can't aspire to do anything because, you know, my my identity's been written now. Yeah, and that martyr thing, you know, I, I mean, we kind of follow a martyr, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and so it's kind of not a bad thing to be a martyr. No. And, you know, it's kind of a, I could, I could actually maybe tell myself that, you know, I'm kind of making, even though I'm feeling a little bit inadequate being in ministry, I'm really... You know, there's a part of me that's being pretty authentic and genuine when I say that. Yeah. And that, uh, and, and that I'm the only one going through it kind of maybe says, 
it's kind of a back backwards way of looking at it is like if I'm the only one going through something, what does that make me? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty dang special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty unique actually. Mm-hmm. If I'm the only one that's going through it, mm-hmm. so I've got a for me I've I like being special and unique. So I have a for me to let go of that thought. I have to let go of like I kind of have to like look at the good side of that and go. Oh, I'm telling myself I'm really super special here by telling myself I'm a piece of crap. Yeah. Nobody yeah, else yeah. has ever felt this way before. And it's like, wow, okay, maybe I'm not all that special. <laughs> maybe we all have these same feelings. Yeah, exactly. And then I can let it go. But for me, I like getting to that, what's the advantage here? Like, why am I repeating this to myself? There's got to be something really good about it. Mm, yeah. Because the devil, I think he comes in and he just gives us, he doesn't have to like, he will never hit his like face on and walk up to you know and go no you're just like totally completely loser piece of crap yeah he he does come in beside you and just goes oh you know you're not really qualified somebody else is more educated than you yeah and so he just twists it he, he tells you actually the truth right but then he puts the 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 the, the, the hooks are yeah you're not qualified but you should be mm-hmm. right right yes and that's the gig yeah, that is. And and behind all of these all these statements, we're going to find some real hidden shoulds that are where the spurs are dug into us, and that's and that's where the sting is. Mm. So we, so 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 how about any other thoughts on these lies we believe? You think everybody struggles with this, or do you think we? I mean, you you've been counseled people for both of you guys, and I know have counseled people for probably decades, right? Yeah, I think I think it's a common struggle. I think it's not necessarily a common omission. I don't think it's something that's I don't think we talk specifically about this. That's one of the reasons it's a great subject for a podcast because I think in our heads we assume that it's a known thing, but it's not talked about openly. Like guys, we're believing lies. Mm-hmm. We're like living our lives in light of I'm this, I'm that, I'm the only one that struggles. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things that, that helps with fellowship with just a small group of people that you trust spiritually is that you can come back and you can, not only you can, could you get prayer for somebody or, or pray over somebody about those things that you can continue to say, hey, I, I really need you to help me with this. And and we sharpen one another. Hmm. That's great. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it is a a dangerous place to be when you start thinking that you're not like we talked about not belonging or like no one else has these thoughts because at least for me, that's when I started really going into suicide is because you don't think anyone else has these thoughts. There's something wrong with me, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I just need to go and die. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a dangerous thing to be is, and I think it's a very important thing if we can start opening up more to one another and not have that judgment right away mm. and just listen. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps so many people if you just listen to them. Yeah. It helps so much to just get stuff out and into the light. So so with that in mind, what do you think, would it be okay with you guys if, um, if I just read some of these thoughts, that these lies that we talked about before we... While we we're at lunch, is that okay yeah. if I just read them? Absolutely. So, yeah, so, so, a bunch. Yeah, so there's a bunch here, and we have more than this actually. But just for the listeners to know, these are common thoughts that, that each of us and other other people that we know have had. And so the the first one is, "I'm not good enough." Have you guys ever had that thought? 
daily. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, me too. So, yeah. I, and I'm not good as other people. And then because I'm not good enough, I need to go do X, Y, or Z mm-hmm. to improve or get better. Yeah, do more works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or maybe I'm or maybe yeah, or maybe I'm so or maybe I'm so bad I should go cut myself. Yeah, so I can feel cutting myself feels better than feeling not good enough. Oh yeah, definitely punishing yourself. I punishing think, so. myself. So yeah, so maybe if I'm not good enough, I I, I should mm-hmm. punish myself. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'm not lovable. Nobody will love me. People are going to leave me if, if they really get to know me. Yeah. Uh, I'll be abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you, I mean, it is a scary thing, I think, to say stuff sometimes to people. Mm-hmm. Like even just, you know, we were just driving up now and I told Dan something, you know, that I really haven't told too many people. And it's like, you know, you sit there and you start thinking, should I really tell this guy this and you just go back and forth and then it's finally like okay i'm gonna say it but i deleted the tweet <laughs> so it's cool it's on facebook yeah, not <laughs> anymore on facebook, yeah. <laughs> but it is it is it's terror it's it's terrifying to think that someone might not love you or yeah. not accept you or hmm. I, I think it is a very real scary thing to do to really open up and be honest with someone yeah and you both of you guys are in full-time ministry so i'd like to ask you about that that um, it seems to me like you guys actually are in a uh, you know like the rest of us have kind of put you in a double standard a place where there's two standards there's us guys that are not in full-time ministry then there are you guys who should have everything together Mm. and uh and for you to not feel good enough and then to be able not even to be able to be maybe be able to afraid to bring that out into light could you guys talk about that for just a little bit yeah i think um one of the things that in ministry that scares you is you have to be someone's counselor sometimes and then another time you're asked to be their friend and another time you're asked to be maybe some someone that is overseeing them in a ministry capacity. And so along the way, you might have admitted certain struggles and the fear that they would be used against you um, if they're very serious things. You mean you as the... You, you as the minister, mm-hmm. as, the, as the ministry overseer or the pastor or the counselor. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, yeah, it's like exp- being exposed. If, if something happens in a large church and somebody's, that person is now jockeying for a position that they go in and talk to the senior pastor and go, well, you know that Dan struggles with X, Y, and Z, whatever mm. those things are, to get a leg up or to maybe I get let go because of that. And I've, I have heard pastors tell me in the past that things like that have happened to them. Mm. So there's a fear uh, in in some of that exposure and some of that, you know, you know, admitting something to a close friend. Yeah, that would be scary. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Can you could you uh, repeat the question one more time? I was just thinking that you had mentioned that it was a it was kind of scary to let people in on, you know, that we actually have these thoughts, mm-hmm. and and then I threw it out as like as a full time minister, I think it's kind of doubly scary, because uh, yeah. well, well for like Dan, what Dan brought up is it could affect your career, could affect your job, could affect whatever, mm-hmm. but also it could affect. You say your whole ministry, like say if somebody finds out th- that they thought you were Superman and never mm-hmm. were completely sinless and 
really had everything dialed in and then all of a sudden it turns out that you whatever people don't like at the moment you know maybe you're you know it could be the latest fad that of things that we're so self-righteous about right now right you know maybe i don't you know you drink root beer and that's like root beer's out now yeah i mean when i came into the ministry i really felt a lot i mean i'm just trying to be honest i felt a lot of pressure coming into the ministry following trying to follow my dad's footsteps you know Uh you know the great mike wells you know he's done so much for people and it was very terrifying because i talk about so much of my struggles and i talk about how much god brought me out of those struggles but i talk a lot about you know deep wounds and like you're saying steve it's like you're so terrified you're going to hurt the ministry like oh do i you know i'm i've I've done this many times, call Betty, my mom, and say, hey, should I be, should I say this stuff? Should I do this and this? And she always says, yes, do it. Well, I love hearing that. Yeah, but it, you know, it definitely is a terrifying thing because you don't want to wreck something. Yeah, or hurt the people that are following yeah, you. Yeah, hurt, yeah, hurt people around you. So it's, yeah, it is a scary thing. And mm-hmm. I know a couple times when the Lord wants me to share my testimony, I'm like, so nervous and I'm like God are you sure you want me to tell all of it and he mm. says yeah so then I do it and you know fruit comes out of it but before you're about to do it man it is a scary it's scary business I'm glad you don't don't cave into the fear you just walk through it that's really cool I'm, I'm really thankful because it is scary and honestly a lot of people would not say the things you've said and but that's why I love being with you and hearing, hearing the Lord speak through you because I know uh, you're just so genuine and, and say what you feel and how the Lord's taught you. And, and I get to tap into that wonderful wisdom of Christ in you. So so thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So probably some of our other, other people that are listening to the podcast also have these same feelings uh some other some other thoughts that we had written down where i'm stupid i don't belong because i'm stupid and i don't belong maybe i should even kill myself i'm mm-hmm. probably so worthless yeah um and there's pro and i and i like this one i'm a homosexual mm-hmm. one thing that's interesting about that we probably we haven't talked about it but it'd be something that i think it's 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 be it's great to be able to look at those things and go back and identify the the distortions or identify the lie is that if it's a, if it's a label mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the truth yeah right right so if it's a, like if it starts out with i am i or i'm stupid or i'm an idiot my my favorite one for me is i'm a moron what a moron mm-hmm. uh, you know i've come up with a label oh yeah uh, to kind of hide how painful things are So I'm homosexual is one of the thoughts. And because of that, I should cut or kill myself or destroy myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't belong in ministry. Um, And this one, this thought was I need pornography, pornography to be happy. And you could replace that with a new boat or beer or video game or sex or movies or entertainment or uh, kids, whatever you want to, or ministry. I like, I feel like, we're talking about ministry. I think I've, in the past, I've said that I need, you know, I need a great 
I need any kind of ministry to be happy. Yeah. Uh, or, or, and so there's another one is I'm so defective. God can't love me. I'm thinking probably some of our listeners have had that one. Yeah. I've definitely had that one. Yeah. Here's another one. I'm failing in every way. Mm. I'm not witnessing enough. Um, and as a, and as a pastor or as a father, or as a friend, uh, as a man, I'm failing in every way because I'm, because of my problems, I'm disqualified. I'm disqualified to speak. I'm disqualified to counsel I'm disqualified to do anything. Um, and I can't be, and I can't be honest, um, with anybody else because I'll be condemned mm-hmm. one way or another. Yeah. Uh, and I like this one at the same time. It's so painful. Like God can't forgive me, uh, for the same struggle I have over and over and over again. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's a huge one. Yeah. I think that I think a lot of people have that one. Do you? I would say so. Because mm-hmm. you just keep going back to the same thing and you ask for forgiveness and go back. And then you go back and then you go back. And yep. it's like, mm-hmm. he's got to get sick of it because I'm sick of it. Yeah. You his, know? his capacities are larger than ours. When you guys were saying that, I, I was thinking about Peter being restored um, on the beach with Jesus. And sometimes when you do these these types of things where you're talking and you're being recorded and you're just, you know, there's a little bit of pressure to like, not have a lot of dead air. And so as you're talking, I'm thinking about what did, what did Jesus really ask of Peter who monumentally failed? I mean, we fail and maybe I didn't, I didn't love that person or I didn't do this or I didn't do that for them. This is a guy who watched Jesus for three years, heal people by the hundreds, feed people by the thousands, be patient with nightmare religiosity pushers, people who used Judaism to push down the poor and and make themselves rich and when he restored Peter after Peter denied him three times, which he told Peter he would do, he said, three times, do you love me? And he's, Jesus, or Peter said, of course, you know I love you. You know all things. And the only prereq was love them and feed them. It wasn't, well, then don't do it again, idiot. Mm-hmm. Don't do it again, you moron. <laughs> none, none of that, all the things we just read. Mm-hmm. This is God of the universe, and his, here's his prereq. Just love people, man. Love covers a multitude of that list that you just read. Mm, great point. Great point. He sure didn't rub their his face in it, did he? He didn't. He didn't uh, shame him. He could didn't have. He, he yeah, could have very <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rightfully yeah, so. Rightly so. Yeah. And he didn't even tell Peter, "Hey, you know, you should be you should be crawling on the ground and yeah. beating the hell out of yourself. Yeah. You know, where's your heck? Where's your whip? You should be whipping yourself." Yeah, uh-huh kiss my ring yeah he he didn't he didn't do any of that so that's a great one um thanks for bringing that up dan um so and here's another good one is uh this is from pastor's perspective because my church isn't growing i'm not effective um and i probably and i I would probably I would probably say if I'm if my church is not growing I'm probably not very spiritual and I'm probably not on the right path I'm, right I'm probably I'm probably really broken and messed up here and uh, yeah am I really listening hearing mm-hmm. from the Lord mm-hmm. you know I bet there's a lot of stuff that yeah into that. pastors and elders have yeah. that oh, have that that thought that lie that's going on and. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, because church growth is so important in m- most circles yeah. or or even you know like um, one of my guesses last week they were bragging that they had a church of 10 people and they were you know it's like okay well so the focus is still numbers it's not big numbers it's focus on small numbers yeah. either way it's like it's important that shows what our values are shows what our values are um and so those are just a few of them and and we probably have more we're kind of uh, at the end of our time frame here but we want to just bring those into light right yeah that that was kind of the, the focus of this week i'd love to do another podcast about okay let's pick any one of those and then let's see how we can yeah, from my perspective, either accept it or challenge it one way or another to the point where it has no sting. Yeah. Uh, so I think that'd be, it'd be great if we can do that. Yeah. I mean, we have a couple more minutes here. I was going to mention, you know, when I was dealing with the homosexualist stuff, I remember my wife telling me, uh, she just sat down with me one time. I was like, you know, you're struggling so bad over a word. Hmm. You're putting so much power into this word, homosexual. Mm-hmm. And man, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, yeah, it's just a word. That's mm-hmm. it. And as soon as that, I mean, I, it started really, really changing a lot of stuff in my life. It's just that. It's like, yeah, it's just a word. It has no power. Mm. It's just a word. So I don't know if that helps. Wow. Yeah, I think that's, that's great. A great way to challenge the label. Yeah. Because it is just a word. It's just a word. Same with like stupid or, mm-hmm. you know, worthless or not good enough or church isn't big enough. You know, there's just words, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a meaning that we put to it. Yeah. Really yeah, is, so much to is it. that gives it the value. Mm-hmm. We try to make a word have more life than it should. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really helpful. I don't know. Anybody else got anything want to add? Uh, I I think we could talk about this for another three hours easy. Yeah, I think so too. But I th- I I like the idea that as as one of the things you do so well know is you help us bring to light the things that we're afraid, and we and we focus on keeping hidden from one another and from the Lord and He know He knows about them anyway. Yeah. And th- I like that about you and that, and I think that these lies, you know, these n- really negative thoughts about ourselves and about God, mm-hmm. it's really great to be able to bring that into the light and to be able yeah. to just allow the light shine on that and and then feel comfortable with that. To be able to say, I yeah, I have these yeah. thoughts. I really do have these thoughts. And you know what? It's okay. Yeah. In fact, he knows it. Yeah. And he's okay with me. Exactly. And that I don't have to keep these thoughts, that you don't have to keep these lies hidden because that just gives them power. Yeah. And you're not alone. Everyone has these thoughts. It's just no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, the only perfect man there was was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and he None was... None of us t- in this room are perfect. And if these, if you considered these temptations, mm-hmm. he was tempted in all of them, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm positive he was tempted to say, I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think he had to be because he is... Uh, because of the things he did yeah. in worldly ways, they were crazy, you know, yeah. but he had to have that temptation. And it's, I think in all the, in all these ways, he probably had these temptations. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, without shame, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. That's the difference. Yeah, that is the difference. There's no, yeah. no without shame. Yeah.
So, well, thanks for Noah for inviting yeah, inviting us, and it's really been great to meet Dan and hang out with Dan. I, I really appreciate how open you've been. Yeah, and thanks for having me, guys. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll make another one soon. Bye.